Do you feel like a digestive nightmare? Have you worked with dozens of health practitioners and gotten some improvement only to still struggle with bloating and constipation? Or do you wish you could do your favorite activities such as traveling and attending holiday parties without pain and able to enjoy the world around you? If so, you are like my client, Helene. When Helene came to me, she had suffered over 10 years of bloating, constipation, and repeated abdominal surgeries. She'd worked with dozens of doctors and alternative health practitioners and had seen some improvement, but nothing that lasted or got rid of her deep-seated symptoms. After going through my signature six-month coaching program, the Foundations Program, Helene is now sharing her testimonial on how she is now free from bloating, pain, sugar cravings, and most importantly, constipation. I can't wait for you to hear this amazing story and hear how you too can be free from constipation. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Okay, guys, I am so excited today to be bringing to you another client testimonial. Today's client, her name is Helene, and she's been a phenomenal client to work with. We've done both functional medicine work, functional lab testing. We have come to the end of our six months of working together, and we've also been able to have one session of visceral manipulation um, and kind of be able to do both of these things. And today, Helene is coming to share with you, share with us our her story. I'm having a hard time saying that, Helene. Share with <laughs> us her story of going from sick to, to healed and healing. So Helene, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast today. Thanks for having me. And, um, Helene, I hope you don't mind me sharing. I really liked, I didn't know this, but, um, I had just been thanking Helene before we started recording this for, for again, sharing her story. Cause these stories really are impactful of, um, just getting someone else to be realizing everything we talk about in the podcast episodes, like when it's sciencey and stuff, it's real. Like it really impacts people and that these testimonies, that's part of what it's for is so that y'all as listeners can listen and be like, Oh, real people get like real results. And then Helene, you said that that was actually one of your biggest encouragements was hearing real people stories on the podcast. And so you were more than happy to share your story, which I just, wanted to share. Cause I thought that was so cool. So, um, 
But to start off, Helene, I just want to start off with our great first question. Before you started working with us at Better Belly Therapies, what was going on in your health? So I will diet, you know, I will say that I'm a digestive nightmare <laughs> and, and that's how I diagnose myself. And I have a long history of uh, digestive issues. I've had four intestinal surgeries, which really where my intestines have twisted. I don't have any disease. I'm missing other, other body parts, my gallbladder, you know, my appendix that have happened too. So I have a long history of not being able to eat and have food move through me. And I've tried countless different things to heal myself. I went to see a really wonderful naturopathic doctor for a while, and I was successfully treated with her for a while. But there was a point in time when foods, what with, I was taking so many things for constipation. She sent me to this wonderful clinic in 2016, where I actually had visceral manipulation and low level laser. And it really did help me. And I had a, a really good period of time for me because it, I think it broke up fascia. Fast forward 2021, I was going backwards, lots of pain, food wasn't going through me, I'm done all the stupid FODMAP, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, you start off, you things. I, you know, I've done acupuncture, I tried craniovisceral manipulation at one time, I've done a lot of different things, as well as continued on my supplements from the naturopathic doctor, but I was feeling bad, and my um, visceral manipulation therapist that I love actually knows, knows you. Yes. We're friends. And, you know, and, and she thought, you know, she was, you know, listening to me and said, you know, Helene, I think this is a good idea that you consult with Allison. So at that point I listened to, I think about 30 or 40 year podcasts because I want, you know, I trusted my physical therapist and love my physical, my visceral person, but I also wanted to see if it made sense. And it did. And I said, okay, this, you know, this makes sense. I've never had food testing. I had some functional medicine tests, but not as many. And um, I put my name in for a qualifying call. So that's how I got here. Yeah. And I just love that one of the things that I'm so passionate about at Better Belly Therapies is working with clients like you, Helene, where you've already kind of done the quote unquote right things. And maybe you've had some, some success. Some of our clients have not had any success despite doing, again, being really open and saying, I'm going to go to my gastroenterologist. I'm going to get all my lab testing. I'm going to get acupuncture. Um, and, and there's a point where you're kind of banging your head against a wall and you're like, what am I missing? And your story is interesting because you're like, you'd had success. You're like, I kind of know it's possible. Is it possible again? What am I missing? And that's where, that's where we met each other. So, um, and, and I just love hearing that the podcast again is helpful or was helpful to you because yeah, you don't always, there's just so many people out there who are like, I can help you with your gut health. And you're like, but what do you do or whatever? So that's, I, I think I forget, or I don't always realize who's our avid podcast listeners and you are definitely one of them. So, uh, Helene, could you share with us? What were your top five symptoms that you started off with when you were working with us? What were the top five things you thought about the most? Um, before I get there, I want to add one thing for oh, my yeah. listeners out there. 
So I don't want to ignore traditional medicine because I think there's a place for that. And I have done all of the medical tests, you know, working with specialists, you know, at one point, um, they wanted to open me up again because I had digestive issues in 2008 before I went to the naturopathic doctor. So I don't want to dissuade people from doing that. I think you need to do that. And my internist that I love told me that I had maxed out of all the gastro doctors in the Detroit area. <laughs> so, you know, so I just, but people need to look at that. But I agree, my, by the way, um, I, and, and I hope that's, clear on a lot of our podcast episodes, um, just that, yeah, we don't totally poo-poo conventional health system, but just saying when it doesn't work, um, it, you're not completely broken or it's not your fault, you know? Right. And so I just, I agree. Okay. So my top five symptoms, number one is constipation, food, just not moving through me, you know, with missing body parts throughout my intestine, bloating, continuous, you know, digestive pain. And it varies how much it hurts. There's times that I literally couldn't eat, you know, because it didn't feel good. I didn't know, and I didn't know what to put in me. You know, I, what makes me feel worse? What makes me feel better? I just really didn't know that. Um, sleep disturbance. You know, I, particularly when I went through menopause, my mm. sleep, I used to be an amazing sleeper. And things changed then. And so I'm just not, but I will also say that I'm a type A personality. And, um, you know, as I was listening to your podcast, you know, inflammation, some achiness, some joints. Um, interestingly, that I, which is an amazing bonus, is I've had a history of a bad neck and it's pretty crappy. And I would, uh, when you look at the x-ray and I would go for, I've done physical therapy for it historically. And then I, you know, I was treating it by regular massages and I did PT last, about a year ago again. And lo and behold, and admittedly, I'm not working and on Zoom as much, but I don't have neck pain anymore. And you explained to me that that is related to the gut. And so that was been, been an additional super bonus. Yeah. I think we, we would have dug into that a lot in your, the, we ended up having one visceral manipulation appointment between the two of us. And that's what came up was that you were having a restriction from in your thorax. So in your rib cage, and it was actually causing a small little flare up of constipation, even though you were doing kind of all the right things on the functional medicine side of things. Um, but we we're like, what's, what's up with this flare up? And you came in and I was like, Oh, it's in your chest. <laughs> it's in your rib cage. And then that was connected to your neck, uh, because of plural ligaments, which if, uh, for our listeners, we have a really great podcast episode called the gut breath connection. I think it's episode 46 in that range. Um, and then I literally just, uh, had an episode come out episode 91, where we talk about, uh, the fascia and acid reflux connection. You weren't having acid reflux, but I do talk about this kind of connection of why does, why does our torso or our rib cage matter to the rest of our body? Um, and I didn't know that your neck pain was still gone or at least significantly improved. It sounds like, which is, is. phenomenal. It's a bonus. So it's, those, those were my major symptoms. 
I love it. I love all the bonuses that our clients do get. I mean, cause sometimes it's bonuses cause they don't even, they're not expecting to get rid of it or they didn't realize they could get rid of it. Um, bonuses are, are probably what I live for. <laughs> like we can deal with the constipation. What's up, what's with the bonuses. Um, but that's awesome. What are your symptoms like nowadays, Helene? Well, I don't have the bloating. I don't have the pain. I can eat successfully. It, admittedly, you know, I have some lib foods that I can't eat anymore. So I, you know, some restrictions that I now know, you know, will set me off. Um, but I can eat well and it, I just feel so much better. Yeah. You recently had a holiday that I, I don't know, this really touched me. I think I, I don't even know if you realize this on our the call were you telling me about this? I might've even like teared up a little bit, but you had a holiday that's really important to you um, that you said you were able to participate in the first time for the first time without being in pain, like the whole time. Um, I don't know if you yeah. want to add anything more so, to so that. I'm but... Jewish and there's a Passover holiday and, and eating, you know, historically, you know, you change your diet, you're eating different foods. Um, and I always get really sick during and after the holiday. I don't, whatever I was eating, I think just flared up my C. diff, my bad bacteria. <laughs> and I would inver invariably have to take you know, the naturopathic, you know, protocol to try and kill, but it didn't really fully kill it. And this time I didn't have any of that. It was just really, really amazing not to hurt so much after the holiday. So that was great. Yeah, no, I mean, ugh, cause that's just so meaningful to all of us. Like we all have holidays, seasons of life where we just want to engage socially and not be miserable the whole time. Um, and so that was really exciting. And that's, that's just like a hallmark of, of real healing where it's not just temporary or it's not like if you are only doing a hundred percent, the same thing all the time. Um, but you were really, were able to engage. So um, I am curious, how quickly did you start noticing a difference in your symptoms? And can you, if you remembered, like, what do you remember from your journey of um, the process of healing? So this is the funny thing. So at the beginning and, you know, my first call with you and you told me I can't eat grains and sugar and coffee and all these things that I really like. And I have a tremendous sweet tooth and I gave up all sugar. And within 48 hours, I had no cravings anymore for sugar. It was, I never ever in my life. And I really, I don't, you know, at my birthday, the end of April, I had a little bit of, you know, a little bit of chocolate and a little bit of frosting on a cake that somebody, and I just, I didn't care. You know, I didn't really want to eat it. So I, that was very dramatic. The bloating, you know, the constipation was challenging still at the beginning. You know, the bloating got better. Um, some of the pain got better, but the constipation was hard for a while. Yep. And, and, yep, those, I remember that. and those, those impacted those particular symptoms. You know, and I'm still working on the sleep. You know, part of it is my own self-discipline too with good, good sleep hygiene. Yeah. So I remember for you, um, 
even I even have in my notes that the first month you had some things improve like those sugar cravings and that can really help happen whenever your microbiome starts to balance out. So sometimes it's cutting out other foods that you're sensitive to. Cause it's like one thing to just be like, I'm just not going to eat sugar. Like, like you didn't have to use willpower. You're not saying I willpowered those 48 hours into it. You chose to not eat those things. But then by the end of that 48 hours, the cravings and the, that intensity was gone. And that actually correlates with some of the other pathogens we found in the testing we did. But then, you know, addressing some of those pathogens, starting a couple supplements and um, food sensitivities, getting a little bit of those out will really reduce inflammation. And you'll see this automatic um, just reduction in sugar cravings. And I have a really similar story on another client testimonial with my client, Abby Herman. I do not remember what episode number it is, but we can get that in the show notes. Um, but Abby Herman, um, had a really similar story and she, she's also like a disciplined type a person. Um, and she's an ultra marathon runner. Like, can you imagine like how much discipline that takes? And she's like, Allison, I just need you to tell me, like, I need you to keep me accountable to not eat sugar. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Let's actually just get rid of your inflammation. Your sugar cravings are going to dr- dramatically decrease. Um, so you had those sugar cravings improvements and then things were actually kind of hard for you for that first month. And so we made mm-hmm. some tweaks. Um, and that can happen again, there's detoxing and die off. And sometimes the body will kind of get backed up with toxins that you're trying to basically detox. It's like too much. So we made a couple adjustments, helped you poop a little bit. And then that really by month two, I at least what, from what I had my notes, does this sound familiar? Month two, you started feeling a lot better. Yeah. You know, and you know, the withdrawal from coffee, (laughs) Now it, it was, you know, I was the person that I needed my cup of coffee, you know, getting out of bed, needed my cup of coffee to really, it was like my drug in the morning. Mm. And so I was also feeling the effects of that withdrawal, you know, the first couple of weeks too. Yeah. What's your, what's your relationship or kind of, what's it look like with you and coffee right now? Are you drinking any coffee or I have not had coffee since I started working with you officially the diet at the beginning of December. I'm still drinking um, the fake coffee (laughs) and I I make fake coffee lattes. I whip my almond milk, my no sugar almond milk. So it's my illusion of coffee. I love it. Um, And do you feel like your energy levels are okay then? I'm guessing. Um, You know, my energy levels, I'm very high energy are uh, excellent. You know, when I started taking that one biocedin, you told me that I was going to, it was killing off cellular, you know, an additional supplement about a month or two ago, I had a little bit of waning, waning of energy, but now I'm back. Okay. Cause I was just thinking a lot of times our clients, when they go off of coffee, their main concern is I will have no energy. Um, and I don't know when you say coffee was your drug, was it for the energy or was it kind of for something else? it wasn't as much energy, you know, it just woke me up, uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, your ritual. Yes. Okay. Got it. I mean, that is one concern that a lot of our clients have is like, oh my gosh, if you ask me to go off coffee, how am I going to have energy? And I'm like, we're going to help your body naturally make energy. sounds like for you is more, Mm -hmm. I just need something to like do in the morning, which is also the case, which is why we do help you find alternatives and um, send you a little gift in the mail. Um, Not everyone likes the fake coffee, but 
sounds like it's good for you. So, um, but there's always something else we can do. And coffee is really, um, there's this Chinese proverb, or I don't know if you would say it's a proverb, but Chinese saying, um, that I really like, it says coffee steals energy from tomorrow to give it to us today. And you're like, Oh, that's convicting. (laughs) Right. But it also means like, how do I just, how do I find what the real solution is? Why do I not have energy today? and finding those sources where the energy is leaking out, if that is a problem. But um, I'm looking at our questions here. We've actually already covered a bunch of them. This is great. Uh, one one question here, were you at all scared um, to begin working with us? Were you kind of nervous or, uh, and if yes, what was the most nerve wracking part about working with us? Well, I can't, no, I was not scared because I was determined, you know, I wanted to, you know, do everything, feel like I've done everything I can to heal and feel better. So I was determined, not scared. But, you know, initially when I was told how many different food sensitivities and you took me off all grains and coffee and, you know, so many things, it was like, oh my, how am I going to do this? I was scared of how do I eat? How do I manage this? Um, You know, and I, you know, did talk to the new, the nutritionist saying, you know, how, but once it settled in and I started reading things, learning how to adjust my diet, you know, you, you have habits and saying, okay, and changing that. It's been really a, a healthy process once I overcame that initial fear of, what am I going to eat? How am I going to do this? Right. Yeah. And that's a real, that's a real adjustment thing. Um, and that's another reason why it can be so helpful to have sometimes just somebody else working with you, whether that's me, you personally actually reached out to a nutritionist that we partner with Shannon calorie. And she's been on our podcast episode or on our podcast before. Um, and she really understands our methods and everything we're doing on our side. So she can really partner really well with nutritional support just to say, okay, here's some ideas. Um, cause sometimes that is the hardest thing. And, um, but, but really just knowing at the end of the day, you adjust to a new norm and then you feel better. And it's kind of like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And that helps perpetuate it as well. Right. Do you feel that way that like, oh, I feel good. So yeah, no, you feel better. And so why do I want to mess with things? You know, that's really, um, one thing that you weren't very pleased about, but (laughs) I traveled (laughs) and And um, I love to travel and I had the opportunity to escape in winter. And one of the trips was exotic. You know, I went to Morocco and, you know, I knew it was not going to be easy to travel and, but I did it, you know, and I was determined and I couldn't eat the wonderful looking couscous, but that was okay. I was in Morocco and I got to enjoy what I could do. And, and I, did pill packs of all my supplements. I organized that and I did it you know, because I was determined and I felt good traveling. Yeah. I frankly and- felt better traveling because I was on this than I did normally. So, right. That is our goal. Like some people do feel a little bit of loss when they travel, like, oh, I can't eat as many types of foods when I'm going out, but then you feel so good because we also know if you feel bad at home, you feel usually worse when you're away from home traveling. Oh. Right. And you're like, Absolutely. If only I, right. If only I felt good traveling. 
this thing that you're passionate about, right? So absolutely. I love to travel and I wasn't, you know, but, and that's one of the things with my stomach digestive issues. I never let it stop me from every, anything. And, you know, it was just something, okay, if I hurt, I hurt, but you know, you don't want to hurt. And again, I wasn't going to let this program stop me from doing something I love traveling. Well, what are some of the biggest things, Helene, that you've learned about your health and symptoms since you worked with us? What are some of your like key takeaways or things you feel like was new that you hadn't had an experience or learned before? Well, you know, I've been pretty good about self-care exercise, you know, and it was good to reflect on mental health, wellness, those things. But uh, for me, a lot of the diet, knowing what I can eat or not eat, you know, the FOD, the FODMAP used to make me crazy. And there were, and there were a lot of foods that I gave up because of the FODMAP that I really enjoyed because they were bad foods that I can eat now. I can eat Brussels sprouts and I love them and they, they don't hurt. Um, obviously wheat is not my friend. I didn't know that. So dietary pieces, particularly um, I am very, the whole micro, the balance in my gut, you know, is really an important piece, how much happens there and balancing that, you know, I was taking things with the, from the naturopathic doctor, but more importantly, um, I always knew that I had back, bad bacteria, whatever. And it was so clear through the test to see this is what I have and I'm killing it. You know, I don't know that I ever killed it. I think I've had it for years and we would like calm it down and it was behind the scenes. And I think that's been a really big thing, all the pathogens yeah. uh, that I've had. And, you know, looking at the mold, um, things like that, the fungus, you know, I'm not as conscious, but I'm obviously treating it. And I know that's part of my success of feeling better too. For sure. So it sounds like, So number one for you food, and then realizing you don't need to be on the low FODMAP diet. Like, yes, there are some things you're still going to restrict yourself from, but it doesn't need to be, I would say it's, would you say it's not as many foods as the low FODMAP diet, right? As many restrictions. It's different. It's different. It's different, you know? Um, but I, you know, I'm adding some sensitive foods back in, you know, but there's some very dramatic things that I can't eat anymore, like wheat and corn and soy that I did not know, but I accept that I feel right. so much better and I'm right. learning how to deal with that. And I mean, tomato. what? Okay. Yeah. Right. To- and tomatoes, big thing is I'm planting my garden and I can't eat tomatoes and, but okay. But, but you do feel good. And I mean, one of the, one of the things that I find is that the low FODMAP diet is often recommended and then doesn't help people because it's not getting to the root problem. And it's kind of like a one size fits all. And it's a lot of foods like the garlic, the onion, the broccoli, apples, it's just like a lot yeah. of stuff that, um, it, it's my big pet peeve. I want to free all people with IBS and GI problems from the low FODMAP diet, because it, it's really not a necessary diet when you can balance the microbiome. So, um, that was one thing you were saying. And then the second thing you said was pathogens. 
Um, which is interesting. I, we do get clients who've also worked with other functional medicine doctors and naturopathic doctors and alternative health of a variety of kinds. And they kind of know, oh, I've done a parasite thing before. And I don't know what, what goes on with these other practitioners. Um, but I do know that, that there are better protocols for getting rid of pathogens and there's worse ones. And that's why one of the reasons that the community I'm in functional diagnostic nutrition, we are like so passionate about finding protocols that really work. Um, so it sounds like you were able to actually feel that difference. Um, so that's really great to hear. Yeah. You're able to see that there's a difference between like kind of patting it down something and then like the difference between like, Hey, it's gone. It's like putting the fire out totally versus just taming it. And so I was taming the fire, but I never killed it. Right. And you just didn't know, you didn't know didn't that know. you were only taming. Cause you did know mm how -hmm. oh, I do feel better when I do this thing that I'm told to do. Um, you didn't know that, Hey, it could get even better than this or that, that, oh, that's why it keeps popping back up because it's not actually dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Um, another kind of on a similar line, what has been the most surprising part of your health journey while, or when you were working with us? Well, uh, surprising for me personally is how determined I've been, you know, mm. I'm, I'm not like, I know that I can't eat dairy. Okay. Historically, but I would cheat. I would take the lactate and I haven't had that desire to do that. I'm just, I want to do this completely. And I, and it's surprising that I could be so focused in this for so long. One last question before we um, finish this episode, if you could share one thing to encourage a woman listening to this podcast right now regarding her health, what would it be? Um, I would say now or never, you know, just seize the opportunity, you know, go for it. And you have nothing, you know, I always feel you got to try and give it your most. You know, we learn from failures as well, but I don't think this would be a failure. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, it, it would only be a failure if you didn't apply yourself to it, if you didn't give it your all. But really to seize the opportunity, that's what I would say to people out there. Um, and feeling better, you know, life is short. You know, we saw all that during COVID. So, you know, take this opportunity to take care of yourself, invest in yourself and take care of yourself. So good, Helene. Well, Helene, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing a bit of your story today. I'm sure there are going to be so many listeners who are already encouraged and inspired and got the wheels turning. And thank you again for just coming on and sharing your story with others. Thank you for having me, Allison, and working with me. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Hey friend, I hope you loved that episode with Helene. If you are ready to finally end your bloating and constipation and get results that work, then I want to invite you to join the Foundations Program waitlist. The Foundations Program is a six-month one-to-one coaching program that includes four key functional lab tests to help you find the root causes of your bloating, constipation, sugar cravings, and more. I only work with a certain number of new clients every month, and so if you want to be on my waitlist, 
waitlist so you can know as soon as the doors open for new client applications, then you can join the foundation's program by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist. That's betterbellytherapies.com slash waitlist or by clicking the link in the show notes. Or if you are listening and you live near Detroit or Ann Arbor and want to get visceral manipulation just like Helene did, then you can book a new client appointment at our Better Belly Therapies clinic by going to betterbellytherapies.com slash booking. I would love to work with you in my clinic and get my hands and eyes on your body and help you find the root cause of your gut health problems, neck pain, and more. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash booking or click the link in the show notes. Now, if you're listening and you just want more community, you want to have contact with me, you want to join a community of women who are moving forward in their gut health, then I want to invite you to join my free Facebook group that I have just started. You can go to betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook and join there. This is going to be a place where we're going to be posting polls and questions and you can interact with me on your gut health and your gut health questions. So if you are ready to stop doing this alone and join a community of women who are just like you, then go to betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook or click the link in the show notes. Other ways that you can stay connected with us is by following us on Instagram at betterbellytherapies. I would love to connect with you there as well. And if you love this episode and you're a new listener, I just want to encourage you, go ahead and click subscribe so you can catch all the episodes that are coming up. We have even more coming down the line. And if you are new and have not checked out our old episodes, we have so much content in the past. Even if it's order released and old, it is full of new content and new information just for you. So go ahead and check out our free library of content below. And lastly, our motto, miracles are immediate, but healing takes time. You can heal. There are answers out there. You are not stuck with bloating and constipation. And I believe in you.